Susie. Episode 609, Rain Candy Podcast. Sarah Louise Woo! and Susie Louise here. Sarah Louise and Susie <laughs> I wish. I wonder how many people who are listeners actually have the middle name Louise, those lucky ducks. I think a lot of people, but I wish everyone's middle name was Louise. <laughs> I truly do. First name, G's. <laughs> yeah. That is just like, it's just the best middle name. Fight really me. Is. I don't know. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> How's Sarah today? Oh, Sarah is doing well, as always. I'm doing <laughs> uh, extra well because I have all my belongings. I'm so, finally, I mean, um, it wasn't easy. I can't, be, like when you text me and you were like, I just slept on my bed for the first time in five months. That's five insane. months. I couldn't believe it. I was like, is that for real? And then I did the math. Like, yeah, that's it. That is something else. And uh, it felt really, 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 really good. It was a mattress on the floor because I didn't put my bed together yet. But still, I'll take it. Yeah. I do have to complain a little bit, though. Oh, good. you listeners always get to hear that from me. Mm-hmm. This moving for there's no such thing as a, a, a stress free moving situation or even like an easy one anything like that they're always going to be difficult I do understand that sure but I got a text on Thursday saying your stuff is g- good news which uh, that was stupid that it yeah. said good news like yeah. I'm like not that good means news trouble I paid brutal. for this <laughs> yeah it's, good it's news just it's just the facts like you're just giving me what the contract says and pretty <laughs> right. late too. Not good news. Actually, bad news that it's so late. We're sorry for the delay is what right, should like have been Right, like it'd be like if you that. bought a movie ticket and then before the movie they were like, good news, we're going to play it. Right. I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I certainly hope so. Correct. <laughs> you know? Right. Thank you. Because already I was thrown off by that. Uh, and they said, we're going to be delivering your stuff in one, in two to three days. That was on Thursday, which implies that they'll be delivering Saturday or Sunday. So. It does imply that. Mm-hmm. I call the. Uh, company back and the like the the, the middleman as I which I now learned is this person's job. Uh, and I was like, hey, do you think it's going to be on Saturday because Sunday is Easter? And they were like, oh no, it's not definitely not going to be on Saturday because they can't drive that many miles and we don't deliver on Sunday, so it's going to be on, on Monday or Tuesday. So I was okay, like, okay, that so makes it's sense. Not two to three days. It's right. really four to five days, mm-hmm. and. Then if it's if it if that's the case, then I have to do some moving around of things. I got to cancel clients. I got it like I need to know. And so she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'll I'll make sure. I'm going to call you 24 hours before. Don't you worry." Twenty <laughs> famous Saturday, last words. Saturday comes. Yeah, right. Saturday comes and goes. No call. No call. So uh, last I hear, <laughs> they don't deliver on Sundays. I did hear that. Yeah. Did hear that. <laughs> then at 10 a.m. on Easter morning, thank goodness I decided to stay at home. Uh, I get a, another message that says, we'll be there to deliver your stuff at 3 o'clock. Wow. Okay. So, like he is risen and yeah. your stuff's coming. And your stuff is here. Okay. Uh, it's an so Easter miracle slash It is nightmare. an Easter miracle. And he arrives, and then my boyfriend and I are like putting bets on what time we think we're gonna. He's really gonna be there, and he guesses four forty six. I guess four eighteen. We were both wrong. He was there at two sixteen, oh. which is fine. 
early bird. They never get there early. That's fine. Thank goodness we didn't go out to lunch or something like that. Um, but then he arrives and he's like, oh, it'll be a little while because I got to uh, call my helpers and the people who are going to come unload it. Because this, this is the guy who's, who's driven the, the truck from Chicago, which is weird that my stuff went all the way to Chicago. Uh, Wait, what do you mean your helpers? Like there's a truck driver. So apparently yeah. my stuff gets driven to some other place where then they put loads together of who's going in whatever direction. And there's a driver who drives all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there are mover, like unloaders, I guess, people at the location, like movers, right. okay, local it. people who sure. are going to yeah. unload it. Yes. Well, he, we wait and wait for an hour. Now it is 3 o'clock, and he tells us that the, he can't get a hold of any of the helpers, so he's just going to start moving it all by himself. So now one guy is moving all the stuff. Well, I got stuff that you need more than one person to move. So who the hell do you think helped him move everything? Right. We did. Right. Not so much me, but my boyfriend. And I did not pay all that money for us to have bad backs the next day. <laughs> and then also they like a promise like everything will go in where you want it to go. No, it didn't. It all went in the garage because this guy didn't, ha- didn't have other people to help him. And it took forever. This is terrible. Seuss. Yeah. It was so annoying. No, beyond. That's enraging. I'm like, I can't believe I'm moving on. You know, but it was really nice. Jonathan made it made it bearable and actually kind of nice and took care of like just all the annoying stuff that I didn't want to do and like moving heavy things. Thank goodness. I would have had a full blown meltdown. For real, what would have happened, let's say that you guys are disabled? Right. Correct. What Correct, Susie. That's what not happen? your job. It's not my job. And then he like, I still pay him all the money. Would Full he? Press? That guy had. Would he have had to do it all himself? Correct. Well, that's sad for him. Right. I felt too. really bad for him. Yeah. Did you tip him? Yeah. Well, the company then tried to rip me off an extra $300 and say that they needed to hire a smaller truck because they couldn't get the 18 wheeler into my neighborhood. And then I asked the driver and they were like, oh, it'll be an extra $300 for that. And originally I was going to give him that. And then I asked the driver, hey, did you need to get another truck to come in here? And he's like, no, this is the one from Chicago. And I was like, motherfucker. So I took that (laughs) out of their pay and I gave him that tip in that in a tip because he was honest to me. Yeah, me. right. He was, it's, he's you get that money that the other guys tried to screw me out of. Yes, good. So there you go. I'm sorry that happened. Yeah, it was really stupid. And I can't I'm believe so that I paid that much stuff. money to unload my own shit. But I would have just got a U Haul and hire movers. That would have been like, why did it was, ugh. Anyways. Like in some way, you're fascinating to me because in some ways, I think of you as a very lucky person. Like you tend to have like this really great yes. luck in certain ways. Yes. But then like for instance, how like you'll win a challenge, but then yeah. then <laughs> someone will take all the money. <laughs> like, the it's... universe is like, you're a winner, but don't get excited about it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll have this great luck, but then right. all of a sudden at the last minute, it's terrible. It's like, like, like crowbar to the knee. Stay humble. Yes. Stay, <laughs> stay humble. 
<laughs> I know. But that see, that's what I say is it's highs and lows, you know? Because uh-huh. people are like often I'll put something like what it, the other it was a while back. It was when I was in Costa Rica and something happened that was like really good luck. And I was like, oh, look at this. Da, da, da. And I put a picture mm. of it. And I had a whole bunch of people that was like, that texted me that were like, not a whole bunch, they were like three, who were like, you're the luckiest person. Oh my gosh. And I'm, and I'm saying that as I'm carrying my mom to and from the bathroom <laughs> after like I had to like go and leave like, and, and like caregiving in, in another country. You know, like I was like, "Mm, don't really feel like that at this current moment, but I'll take the wins where I can find them. Highs and lows over here. Yeah. I mean, you found the four leaf clover. Oh, so fast. So fast. Lickety split. But then then when I went back and tried to do that again, it wasn't it wasn't the same. I mean, I found one, but it took a while. (laughs) She found another one, but it wasn't fast enough. Well, because now we know the science of how to do it. It's very yeah. easy. You look for the triangles. Look or look for the squares. That's all, guys. That's it. That I'm telling you, it. People know because they put this to they put this to 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 the test to the test. Yeah. <laughs> Pass. Correct life hack. Um. Okay. Okay. Wait, I. Wait. How, I have to dive into these stories before I just well, get no, caught up. Well, no, you talking. don't. First, we have to talk oh, about oh, how much oh, we oh. love HelloFresh. Oh, well, I'm so <laughs> thankful for HelloFresh because that, that got me through the last uh, uh, week. I know. I'm, I'm so, you know, see, I don't do a lot of things. I'm not smart with a lot of logistics stuff. But yes. I was very smart in setting my... HelloFresh delivery to come the week that I didn't have anything because I had the exact right things. I did have to tell my brother who lives a mile away to bring me a knife to cut the sweet potatoes. (laughs) But But otherwise you were all Besides that, if you, if you own a knife, you will be okay. You're good. It was great. HelloFresh sends you all the ingredients to make seasonal recipes and they're pre-portioned ingredients. Good to go. You don't have to go to the store for anything. Then you get to make yummy food like miso ramen or like beef tenderloin. Really nice stuff. Yeah, steakhouse pork chops with the cherry glaze. Delish. Mm. And then like Sarah said, you can customize it. So like if you needed a particular week or a particular day, you can make that happen. And then food preferences, you can say, I want this, I want that. You can pick based on the size of your family. And Mm -hmm. it's 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality. Come on. And here's my hack. Say you're just one person. Yeah. Get the meal for four people. Mm-hmm. Then leftovers. Yeah, for, for the real. Next three days. Because who wants to cook again? Nobody. And they're delicious. So Done. there you go. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy16 and use code BrainCandy16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy16. Code BrainCandy16 for up to 16 free meals, and three free gifts. And anytime you guys use our codes, it helps us so much. So thank you for all of you who do that. It's wonderful and a great way to support Brain Candy Podcast. Brain Candy Podcast. That's a fun way to say it. (laughs) Brains. Okay. Actually, it is really funny that you say brains like that. Kind of like you're a zombie. like somebody who maybe would eat brains. Yes. Because I have Mm -hmm. what may be – I don't want to oversell it. (laughs) Too late. But this might be 
One of the most insane stories I've ever discussed on here. Wow. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> okay. <sighs> no, no. First, I'm going to set it up. I should have thought about this because it's okay. just so good. It's like, oh, okay. So in 2016, uh, on Sunday, July 10th, a man who is anonymous for remained anonymous for this story was in a mm-hmm. motorcycle accident. Yeah. And he was chucked off of his motorcycle and crashed into some trees in a nearby forest and his foot was shattered like bleh, in pieces ain't mm-hmm. coming back. Uh he would never walk again and the doctor decided he needed to have it amputated. Okay. And the man had one question. Mm-hmm. Can I keep it? Oh, no. The doctor said yes, because at legally the doctor, uh, as I learned in this article, uh, has to say yes to that is because of uh, religious practices where the body has to be buried whole. Mm-hmm. So you have the right to take your remains. Uh, already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then the... Now that, that, uh, then he decided I need to do something with this foot. He He decided that? Yes. Okay. He. Meaning like to preserve it or what? Yeah. He, he wanted, originally he wanted to have it taxidermied or to (laughs) freeze dry it. Come on. He thought, how cool would that be to have, like, a taxidermied foot standing around the house to use as a lamp or a doorstop or something? This that is, is something you quote. would do. It is not something I would oh, do. I'm we sorry. haven't even gotten to the crazy part of the story yet. Okay. He <laughs> interviewed some people, like, went to some taxidermists who all thought he was cuckoo crazy and was like, you're just pulling my leg. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. I didn't even mean to do that, but as soon as it popped in my head, I had to say it. Oh, God. Uh, so uh, they all they all thought he was like having a having a laugh. Uh, so instead, he decided that he was going to cast it in plaster, but wanted to do something uh, with it, almost like uh, to say goodbye or to send it off or whatevs. So he asked his friends. Uh, Hey, remember that one time we had a discussion of would you ethically eat or would you eat ethically sourced human flesh? And you said, yeah, I probably would just to see what it tastes like. Well, here's your chance. No. And he invited 10 of his friends over and he fed them tacos made from his own amputated leg. Sarah, come on. Susie, here's my question to you. Would you ever, if you had the opportunity... Eat ethically sourced human flesh. First of all, <laughs> first of all, and also every single question that you have, I have the answer to. All right, first question. <laughs> I hope. Fingers crossed. What? Except, what the fuck is wrong with him? I don't know. <laughs> How do you define ethically sourced? Okay. So ethically sourced as in it wasn't. So there are no laws in the United States except in, I want to say it's Iowa or Idaho. Um, I think it's something like that. There's only one state where you, they're, where eating, oh, Idaho. Yeah. 
Idaho is the only state where simply eating flesh, human flesh, can put you in prison. Oh, wow. All other states, there's no law against it. There's a law about of buying and selling human meat. There's a law about um, uh, like taking corpses apart or like doing anything to a corpse. Right. And then there, but it's your own leg. It doesn't fit into that. Oh, you're and saying as long as it's murder. yours? So as long it's this person legally owned it, he had to sign paperwork for it to get it. They gave it to him in a red biohazard plastic bag. Mm-hmm. And it somehow, and he's like, it preserved for a while because like oh, they God. did a little bit to preserve it. And just in the same way that meat can be preserved for a while, it, it they brought, he, he put it in the car. <laughs> I just saw the picture. <laughs> We've lost ah! her. She, <laughs> no, she tried I was to just hold like, it together. I did, but then I just, I, as I was scrolling through looking for details, I just, uh, like, of what I wanted to share, I saw the, I, I scrolled over the picture of the, the nub, and it was too much for me. Um, so, yes, so there is no, it, it's ethically sourced. It's his own. He legally has the right to it. You, right, he didn't it murder wasn't, anybody. He That's didn't murder anybody. Criterion. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it what it was taken in it was ethically sourced. So then, this is the like. There's so many parts of this that are crazy. He reaches out to different friend groups, different friends. That I can't he has. believe like, he has several friend groups. Uh, <laughs> this guy, like, I, I have like two right. friends total. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> he's got different friend groups, let alone different friend groups that are interested in tasting human flesh where he's had this right. conversation. Right, they've all discussed this already. Some- he said, that, like, in the article, he said he, he had to go to different friend groups, but eventually he collected a group of 10 people who were interested in doing it. One of them was a uh, woman whose husband or boyfriend was a chef, and he oh, decided Lord. to... He agreed to participate and he prepared it. So he took okay. it the day before and marinated it in onions and spices and things like that. Huh? I'm so mad right now. And then fajita style. <laughs> Stop it, fajita style. I'm not kidding. That's accurate. God. It was fajitas. You're saying like one of those sizzling platters that they I'm bring I'm saying out? 100% it came out and he was like, careful, the plate's hot. <laughs> And then, like they they cut it like in those strips. Yeah, he it's, like it's. Would you like to see a photo? Yes. Uh! Oh, Susie, I have all of it. I you some of them were too okay, graphic and not included in the article, but there is a link. I did not click on that link because I know one thing is that once you see things, you can't unsee things. Um, so I'm going to send you this picture right here so here's of what the foot looked like in the x-ray like it's not very graphic that this part here's what the f- i'm sending and oh let we'll put this up on um, will so we send- oh yeah. my god those were the chunks of meat and then they cut it up and mixed it up with some onions. you know what this is so unsettling oh my god and i know you're thinking well obviously but no it's worse than you think it is it is huh wait i have one more time jesus one more christ to it's so wait is this a black guy no oh actually i don't know i mean i just assumed no, it's, it's a, a white, white guy because it's a it's stupid a white thing to do it's, it's a white guy it's a white guy they but didn't like, mention it but now I, I see the hand well the chef making the chef it is, is white chef is white we don't have an i don't have an answer to that well, I'm just asking because the the meat is so dark. Well, that, they talk about that in the article as well. Oh my God! What do they say? 
that there is oh a God. belief that that there's a saying called long like I guess it's called like long pork or something like that oh, that like that's what sake. human may ta- humans taste like so there's an assumption <laughs> that humans are like white meat but that's yes! not true where it's more it's actually it's a tougher rougher meat. skin and it's more of red meat it's like a darker meat and it's like that venison. came that came from um humans tasting more oh god this is so gross as it was in the article that i know this now that it came from wild boar on papua new guinea that happened to be very this i don't know this kind of texture that is Mm. similar to human so it tastes kind of like a wild boar but they said this particular part of the body because it was his calf and really tough had a beefy kind of flavor to it oh my god yeah oh wait his calf yeah, it's the bottom portion of his leg. So his foot and his his basically from the knee down was amputated, and so they took apart. I, I am I have oh sent God. Susie now three pictures. <laughs> I'm of, so mad. She's never eating fajitas again for the rest of her life. <laughs> I'm mad. I think I'm more upset about the pan where he is sautéing it with like onions and peppers. Like they're trying to pretend like it's actually fajitas. Right. And right. And then one of the one of the women had to spit it out. She couldn't do it. Of course, I would spit it out as well. Ugh! No, you wouldn't because you'd never put it in your mouth. Right. Oh, that's such a good point. <laughs> there are so, so many things up. that are. Also, let's play a game. How much do you think it would cost to have a human leg freeze dried? Because he said he didn't do that because it was too expensive. And then I was like, oh my God, so your too, next option was eat it? Oh, God. that's Okay, so you're saying this was plan B. This was plan B because plan A was too expensive. Plan A didn't work, which was taxidermy. Taxidermy. Because nobody wanted to do that. Plan B was freeze dry it. Muy expensivo. No bueno. Plan uh-huh. C, eat it. Dinner. <laughs> Tacos. <laughs> Technically fajitas. And um, with other things. He, they, apple strudel, quiche puff pastries, fruit tarts, chocolate cake, gin lemonade punches and mimosas, right? and then fajita tacos. I do have a problem with that menu because it's all over the place. I feel like there's a pun there like fajitas. Fa- <laughs> I'm going to work on it. I'll workshop work that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Fajitas, yes, F E E T I J A S. I see it. I see it, Suze. I get where you're, where you're or, going with this. Or fajita. No, feet. <laughs> I'll work on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm distracted by my, my toastitos. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. Back to the question. Yeah. How much does it cost to freeze dry a leg? The rate of well, I guess since you said too expensive, what five hundred bucks? I don't know. $1,200. It's a lot. That's, yeah, what the hell is involved in freeze drying something? Right. I mean, that seems uh, pricey. Yeah, NASA does it, no problem. Maybe yeah, it's and, meat that really, although that beef jerky, what's that thing on that infomercial where they, oh, the dehydrator? Yeah, the air, the, the, the air fryer, like not an air fryer, but like de- food dehydrator. Oh, yeah. God, Susie, you're making beef jerky out the of it. Ronco, Susie's like, I see your fajitas and I raise you some nice dried meat that you can enjoy throughout the season. 
I used to love that infomercial, the Ronco Food Dehydrator. <laughs> it really made you think like you loved beef jerky more than you do. Right. And that you really wanted dried fruits. Like I was like, <laughs> right. mm, I could get down with some dried apricots. The bananas. Right. Yeah. Okay, wait. So, okay. They just made tacos instead. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you were really brave, you would have um, not done all that. You would just eaten it plain, like boiled. I feel like they uh, they had to, I think mentally. Like yeah. maybe one person could have done that, but... I would have vomited for sure. Oh, for sure. I also heard somewhere, I can't remember where I heard this, but only a certain percentage of the population can actually digest human flesh. It makes the rest of us sick. (laughs) I can't. That it's like a certain blood type or something like that. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, the... I mean, it would kind of make sense that, like, that's not something that would be, I don't know. I just feel, I get, I feel like that does that, that part, the science of that, that, like, maybe evolution would, like, make that not a thing, but then in some situations it could be, so those people would survive, and then, like, oh, God, the images of them cutting it up is, like, I don't, like, like, I'm sorry. What's the worst part? No, no, I don't, like, (laughs) food dehydration but i also don't like human dehydration and that's why i really love like, what I, <laughs> I really love it that's such a good liquid segment. iv hydrates you two to three times faster than just a plain old glass of water no matter what your it meal no you're enjoying no matter what and the, it is delicious they have wonderful flavors like watermelon lemon lime they could have used that would they have mojitos in that meal you said they drank mojitos or something like some gin lemonade drink Mm. they should have put a little liquid iv powder in there they would have gotten essential vitamins which i'm sure were lacking in the meat that they were eating for sure and it has three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks so this is like serious biz people and it's yummy you can just keep it in your purse your car your backpack whatever and you can grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off if you go to liquidiv.com and use code CANDY at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code CANDY at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code CANDY. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to interrupt that. That was a great segue, though. Thank you. Mad props, but... Wait, yeah. so they, there's pictures of them cutting up the There's pictures leg. of the entire... So you can find this article at vice.com. Really? Uh, yeah. It's titled, A Guy Serves His Friends Tacos Made From His Own Amputated Leg. All right. And, so what did they think? That one lady spit like it out. it's kind of like an ask me anything, like an AMA. Like every mm-hmm. question that you want to know the answer to is on here. It's super long. It's, you know. But they... The one lady spit it out. The rest yeah. of them said it was what? So, one, they Yeah, they said that one guy said that he remembers here eating a heritage pig once that was like this kind of boar, <laughs> like a boar pig that was some of the reddest, most flavorful meat he ever had. It was almost like venison. And he said this was akin to that. Venison and then he said, sucks. And they said this particular cut was super beefy. It oh, had God, a very right. pronounced beefy flavor to it. The muscle I cut was tough and chewy. It tasted good, but the experience wasn't the best. Yeah, no shit. 
I don't understand mm-hmm. where you find 11 people willing to do that. I guess all in the same circle. Any I, Sarah, every single person we lived with in the house on the challenge would do this. Are you kidding me? I think they would. Do you think Most more people would do this? I'm not ju- I am judging a little. I don't know how I feel about this. It's the same type oh, of person. Oh my god, Bo. What's wrong? What is that noise? Oh my god, Bo's dreaming. <laughs> she just Oh, for Pete's sake. A noise by me. <laughs> I thought we were listening to her death rattle. Me too. What is happening? <laughs> I can't wait to hear what that sounds. But I think she's like chasing ambulances in her dream because she just went <laughs> So Never heard her howl in my life, but okay. Oh, that scared the shit out of me. I was like, is somebody coming for my leg? (laughs) I truly think it's same person that would apply and go on fear factor is the type of person that would do this. They like to be able to tell it at cocktail parties and stuff. I I feel like this is the, oh God, this is like there, this might be the Marilyn Manson listener. Even though mm. I you used to was, be a fan. am a former. Former fan. Former fan. Well, you maybe when you were Tuesday's Sacrifice, you would have yeah. with the black hair and all that. Oh, God. No, I would have like maybe hung out with people who would have like been like, yeah, let's do it. And then they like chickened out at the last minute. Cause, yeah, like, and your weak stomach prevented you from going full goth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Susie. It's you true. are so funny. It's true, oh. God, yes, that de- that did. I mean, I just and then he said that he said that his friends had a have a had a really dark humor about it, and so they all mm. made jokes. Like he said, one of his friends said, or he said at the dinner table, "Well, today is the day I was inside ten of my friends at once." So oh that's God. the kind of person we're dealing with here. That's and how then I he know said he's one white. of his friends, yeah, for yeah. sure. And then he said, "Oh, for sure." And then he said one of his friends the next day called him and said, hey, just so you know, I pooped you out. Sorry. We're oh dealing with this. Oh, my God. Yeah. I he don't called like it. People. He called it a shared bonding experience, though. And that... Uh, yeah, trauma bonding. Right. And that it was a way for him to close the lid on that kind of okay. particular part of Okay. Let me ask you this. If if you had a client... I hate... you. I know you hate oh. when I talk about, like, specific therapy stuff. But yeah. if you had a client that said, like, they did this... Would you ever consider thinking, well, maybe that was like a healthy coping mechanism or something? Okay. So the part the, – the, <laughs> he did talk about how it helped him with closure for, for this. So I'll just read you this. Mm. He said the 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 – a uh, journalist asked him, you know, you wrote that this meal helped give you closure on the accident. What do you mean by that? And he said, it sucked the whole time. I remember flying through the air. I remember getting hit. I remember sitting in the forest and taking off my helmet and feeling this burning pain. I looked down and my foot was hanging off. The picture of mm. the foot all broken and mangled and dirty was on the ambulance. Uh, mm. But I was very lucky to be in a place where people were around. Uh, I was very lucky that a young woman who has just now graduated high school showed up and put a tourniquet on my leg. She had just taken a first aid course. I was lucky to have an off-duty paramedic show up within 15 minutes. There are so many things that happen in the best way possible. I didn't have any other injuries. It was just my leg. A little cut on the back of my neck. Other than that, I was unharmed. Man, I went back to look at the place I flew through the trees and... 
that are only a half a foot apart. I was going 45 miles per hour when I flipped. I don't know how I got out of there with just that injury. I could have very easily died that day. I remember waking up in the hospital many times and just crying, Remember, mm. wondering what my life was going to be like. I talked with the doctors about what we could do, what was salvageable, but there were bones missing and everything else was garbage. I would never be able to walk again. This was around the week that I decided to let them cut it off. I went through this whole experience. This was a pivotal transition time. I'm, oh, here we go. I'm a middle-class white boy. I never had a struggle oh for God. anything in my life. I never had been tested properly. I didn't go into the military. I've never been poor or had to struggle for food or housing. I've had it easy, and I recognize that. Before the accident, I didn't properly appreciate my life or the people around me. The outpouring of compassion and empathy I received from my friends and my loved ones really helped me take on the challenge of this big change in my life. So I was taking care of this body part that took care of me for so long. I was paying homage to it and giving it a proper send-off. I have the ashes sitting in a jar in my girlfriend's altar in her living room. The girlfriend has an altar, totally witchy. I mm-hmm. get exactly what kind of person this is. Mm-hmm. And I'll take it to my grave. It's a part of me. This experience has been a part of me. And things worked out so damn well afterwards. My life got so much better. I left the town I was in. I, I left a job of 10 years that was killing me emotionally. I moved to another state. I have a way better job that I enjoy the hell out of. I met a woman who I've been with for over a year and a half now, and she's the best thing in my life. I'm so much happier now, and I couldn't conceive of being like this before. It's because of this time where my life was threatened and I persevered through it. So eating my foot was a funny and weird and interesting way to move forward. Okay. So what would you say to that person? You'd say like, uh, all right, whatever. Yeah. To each their I own. Kind of to each their own. I mean, if that mm-hmm. was something and, and be, I say, what is, what do you take from the experience? And then he talked about how like the, he stayed anonymous because he doesn't want to be known as like the guy who's like the cannibal guy who ate his foot and how that's really not any part of his life at all. It's just this kind of unique weird thing that he got a chance to do in a healthy and ethical manner and mm-hmm. he he said that it's not like he has some crazy hunger to go hunt people down and gnaw their faces off like it's not like that it's just like this one really unique circumstance where he could do that it happened to be something that his friends had had a conversation about before and they were like okay let's do it and he cast his foot and kept that as a doorstop so he did cast it in <laughs> plaster which is kind of funny but, you know, when you, when you read that and you see how it, the whole thing, I don't recommend this. This is not an inner, but yeah. this intervention, it's not like, oh, yeah, if you need closure, like, there are got other hurt. ways to get closure. Nobody, got, I will say yeah. that there could be some, I mean, everybody chose and consented to participate in this. It wasn't like, surprise, I fed you flesh. Sure. But, like, it would be hard for me to get that image out of my mind once... Like, I feel like I wouldn't even, I would have to be a vegetarian after that. I feel like everything in my mind I put in my mouth would taste like, I might be a vegetarian this week after just sharing this story. <laughs> right. I'm going to switch my HelloFresh order to Veggie Box. Good grief. Well, I guess it's uh, to each their own situation, but I can't imagine. I mean, why. are you, do you think in a survival scenario, your brain would kick in and would allow you to eat human flesh? Yeah, I do because I think yeah. I think that there's almost like you don't even have a choice when you're in that mode. You don't. And your what your brain in starvation mode? Yeah. Does crazy things. Yeah. Truly. Star- no, like truly. Mm-hmm. Starvation is one of the fuck- most fucked up insane things that you could do to your brain. Oh my god. It kind of reminds me of the way they describe people um who you know, they're in the ocean too long and they get hypothermia and stuff. 
and they start acting crazy and aggressive. You know, yeah. did you ever read about those stories where people oh, like God. their boat sinks and then they're there and they're all trying to survive together and then one person like loses their mind? Yes. It yes. It's like that. Oh, gosh. The brain does crazy things. Well, it does well, it's survival, the things yeah. that it needs to do to, th- to survive. Yeah. And when it doesn't have any frame of reference or doesn't know what to do, it will do things that def- that break social norms and so outside of like social order and and mm-hmm. it they violate we will easily violate social norms in order to keep ourselves alive i'll tell you what i would survival. eat though Ooh. catalina what? crunch oh can, can i just say <laughs> i'm now i'm now seeing this everywhere uh, are you really yeah it's at all the grocery stores up here Wow. I'm getting, like and now I know what nation. you mean by the snack mix. Oh, it's so good. These are, th- this is the snack. This is like elevated. I'm here for it. Snack yeah, the mix. snacks are great. There's, I got the variety packs. So I got cheddar, yes. ranch, and then the spicy one. So good. That's the good one. Really yummy. Great with a glass Ooh. of wine and a documentary. I'm just saying. And they also have. <laughs> oh, yeah, like a nice white, mm-hmm. like a Viognier. Oh, oh hello. please. Hello. So these are keto-friendly snacks and cereals and cookies. Zero sugar in the um, cereal, low-carb, 11 grams of plant-based protein. But for me, it's like, that's all great, but it's also delish. So you got to see why it's the fastest-growing cereal brand in America, that Catalina Crunch. Just go to CatalinaCrunch.com slash Brain Candy for 15% Mm -hmm. off your first order plus free shipping. That's CatalinaCrunch.com slash Brain Candy. And if you're not sure which flavor to start with, you can try that variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's CatalinaCrunch.com slash candy for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Yeah. Yummy. Ah, uh, so that's my super crazy story. Truly insane. Truly. I don't love I, it. I, Suze, when I discovered this story, it was probably like, and I felt so silly. There were so many stories that I had to talk about last week and I was like, I totally forgot about everything that I just shared with you. And so I was going to send you this story, but I, I was sit, I was like, no, I can't Save it. ruin it. I have yeah. to have her hear about this the first time on air because it'll blow her mind. I can't it's, believe it. It's beyond. Yes. Um, but I do have another story about a human product, a human uh, a byproduct, I guess you can call it, sort of, um, that's being used in a good way. Okay. So this uh, researcher who works at the University of Technology in Sydney, um, put her name's Megan Murray, and she is changing the way that we clean up oil spills because her research team uh, tested different materials on cleaning up oil and found that the thing that works the best is human hair. <laughs> Human hair are do- and dog fur are what? remarkably effective at soaking up oil. It's actually its job. Tell me more about that. So the what do you so mean what it's they, its job? The human human hair when it, when it it we have all these like hit, like all these oils and everything that like comes off of the follicles of our hair and mm-hmm. like or off of our our head and human hair absorbs all the oils. It's like kind of in a way that it really good at that. It's by design. By design. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very effective at soaking up oil. 
And so crazy. They tested human hair. They made these really interesting, like they made these mats. They call them, what do they call them? Hair booms. So they, <laughs> they made these, they made a few different, there are a few different techniques. So they either make these things that almost look like sausage that they can then drag <laughs> through the oil, drag through the top and it like sifts it out. Or they make these mats that are about one inch thick and they weave all the hair, like weave it oh all together. Oh my God. And they, they're like these huge mats that they can just throw out on top of the oil so they cleaned up over 4000 tons of oil in this recent indian ocean spill the 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 spill coincidentally happened 1 week after this study was published oh wow the study gets published at, in australia 1 week later and there's did- a huge oil spill off of the coast of the indian ocean or off of the in the indian ocean and they go hey Get that lady who just yeah, did where that do study. You then source hair for this. So they've been stockpiling this hair <laughs> from this place that, like, now that they've been doing research on this for the years since they've been doing this, they have collected 28 tons worth of human hair that's being stockpiled at a place called the Sustainable Salons Depot oh my in Sydney. God. And they are stuffed into these stockpiles and stockings to create these hair booms. And they've been sent overseas to help mop up the big old mess that's happening in the Indian Ocean. Okay. Very effectively. And they tested them against (laughs) all the other things like polymers and um, there were some like people who had been using recycled cotton. Nobody thought to use hair until the woman came around and was like, Meg Meg knew what was up. Yeah. Well, so you go out in the ocean, you soak it up with your wig or whatever. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, then what do you do with that oh, thing? Like where the I hell don't know. do they, how do they even, ugh, I have, like, I need to see a video. You know what well, I'm saying? Yeah. There's, like, there's a bit, there is a video, um, in, on Vox that talks all about it. I think there's also one on Vice that talks about it too. They're taking this stuff out there. It soaks yeah. up the oil and then it's like yes. no problem dealing with yes. it. Yes. That's no insane. problem. It similar like they had used human hair before. I think it was used in 2007 in a, like a small way, but this was they nobody had come up with how, like how to the make them into these. Yes, the stockpile. <laughs> that's yeah. really but the yeah, you know that's a good point because I didn't I didn't in any anywhere in the article seen see. They do say that it degrades well, that it will just, because it's like natural materials. It's not like a chemical. It's not, it's this. Doesn't it fascinate you? Like the things that we do sort out like this and then other things that seem so simple just never get solved. Like, you know, the common cold or whatever. Right. Oh, you know what I mean? You get you're giving me the best segues because I do have another art <laughs> another article and another study that the results showed people who did this more severely reduced the effects of the common cold and even its symptoms. Ooh, okay. Is it fun? Something good? It's something fantastic. Is it reading? It's not reading. Is it drinking? Uh, you could do it after drinking. Maybe drinking would encourage you to do it or feel more open to doing okay, it. It's not driving then. What Definitely is it? Not dri- <laughs> Hugging. Oh, 
Yes. Okay. Isn't that cute? There was a recent study that was done on the science of hugs <laughs> and why we, why we even need to do hugs. It was a really, really cute article. I found it in um, the Greater Good magazine, uh, and it was a research that was done at Berkeley on hugs. And it was especially like post-pandemic, you know, people have been like... Hug deprived. Not hug deprived, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the article, it was so interesting. It talked about how hugs help us and in so many different ways. Yeah, what but is the... the Did, like reason, when they wrote this article, yeah. are they specifying the cold or is it all like well, immune... It hel- it helps. It boosts your immune system, but mm-hmm. specifically, uh, the research showed that uh, even cuddling in bed could protect protect against the common cold by monitoring hugging frequency. Hugging frequency among over 400 adults who were then exposed to the common cold virus, researchers found that huggers won hands down in being less likely to get a cold, and even if they did, they had less severe symptoms. Do so you they think that it's because, their, like, you know, right. I um, asked that to cause like exposure to germs. Yeah, like how teachers don't right. get sick as much because they're around germs all the time. But what it did do that it's the combo of of these four different things. So it improves your sleep. It reduces the reactivity to stress. It increases well-being and pleasure, and it helps us fight off infection. So hmm. I think it's kind of the combination of all those things. Like we do know that there's, it helps us fight off infection because things like oxytocin and cortisol boost your body's immune response. So Mm -hmm. yes, it is because we're around more people, but being around more people doesn't just expose us to more germs. Mm -hmm. It, it increases the amount of oxytocin and, uh, and, serotonin we get, which helps balance cortisol levels, which helps boost the immune system. So it's a multi-pronged kind of approach to boosting the immune system. Hugs and and human hair coming in hot today. Hugs, human hair, and, you know, amputation. (laughs) What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. Carmax, the way car buying should be. Yes. It's but there crazy. but I want to tell you more about the hugs before we wind it down because I have, oh, I have yeah. other I'm interesting uh, 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 I thought that's what you were doing and I was like, no, 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 wait. No, I'm, I'm not saying ready. like we two human things oh, on got our it, body got it. are oh, like yes. helpful. Yes. For something. Yeah, there is a theme in this. I somehow we can like and then the body part, the amputation, I'm just going to pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't yeah. talk about that. So one of the things that was interesting about the study is they, they tested what the most optimal hug is. And Get out what, of here. Yes. Yeah, so shorter hugs, <laughs> believe it or not. So you'd think like a longer hug would feel awkward. The the <laughs> the time, the, the most... Uh, uh, like the, the time we're aiming for is five to 10 seconds, six seconds being the most optimal length of time for a hug. What you need. In fact, you need six seconds in order for the, uh, chemicals to do their job. And also it matters. There are some steps involved. So you have to establish (laughs) eye contact before hugging the other person. Can't just blindly hug them. Wow. You wait, I got to write this down. Eye yeah. contact. Okay. This, I'm, I'm telling you, this is great for the people who are like, are, I'm somebody who's maybe like a little out of, out of practice with hugging or sometimes yes. I get h- awkward with a hug. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm supposed to do one arm over or one arm un- yeah. under, both arms. What do you right. do? Side hug. So this answers those <laughs> questions. Okay, First what? of all, have to establish eye contact before. Also weird if you don't. So just like practice, <laughs> lo- just look at them first. Yeah, I don't want to ambush hug. This, yeah, exactly. Yeah, In yeah. the same way, you can't have an ambush hug. It, the effects are not as strong. Or don't work if you hug somebody who doesn't want to be hugged. Obviously, <laughs> it so has consent. to be a Hello. consensual hug. Has to be consensual. <laughs> this is interesting. Hugging only works if you hug someone who appreciates you. What? Yeah, they have to appreciate you and like care about you. Or it does, or you don't. It's like talk about vibes. Explain that one. That's like basically that they got to send you good vibes, right? Yeah, I'm like that's unsettling to me. Here's the good news for people who don't like full body contact: it uh-huh. can be given full body, but it's also effective sideways. So six second side hug, totally fine. Totally it should last, and the last one, it should last at least six seconds. That's, but no, you said six was the optimal. Yeah, Five six is optimal. Seconds. It should last at least, like, it needs to last six seconds in order for, for you to, to get the, the benefits. Yes, it should last at least six seconds. <clears throat> but anything shorter than five was labeled, like, people, they asked people how they felt about the hugs. Yeah. If it was shorter than five seconds, people felt that was awkward. What? I know. I don't know what that means. A five to ten second hug was described as pleasurable and under control. Good lord! If someone hugged me for ten seconds, I'd be kicking their nuts. Get off! No, I would. I do it to you. I I know, and I hate it. No, and and you know what? I you hate it, but then there's a moment (laughs) at about eight seconds where you do this. And you give Shut in, and I go up. there. Yes, I swear to God, Suze. And I go there. You go. That's enough. And then that's what I let go. This is this a happens. conspiracy theory. I know it because I I do it. This is what I do to people, and I know this because Virginia Satir, the woman who's theoretical model for therapy, I follow and and did my uh, uh, 
like thesis on and or whatever you call it for grad school um theory of change paper uh she says we need six hugs a day for maintenance eight hugs a day or six hugs a day for survival eight hugs a day for maintenance and 12 hugs a day for growth and she talks about how you need to have there's a length of hug where it just is like Ah, oh, the body no, like gives it's a like, release. No, it's like we it give up. People, the people that don't really want them, we just like <laughs> we give you up. Surrender because it's your body despair. is finally getting the oxytocin imbalance. <laughs> no, I'm always giving you. I'm gonna get a little timer, and every time I go to Sue's, I'm gonna click oh, it when I, I hug her. I'm so gonna make much. her hold me six seconds. I'm gonna hold her six tight seconds. <laughs> but we can do side hug. It'll be fine. All right. Well, I mean, that'd be better. Yeah. Because yeah. like after a few seconds, I'm like, get off of me. Yeah. Not just you. I don't mean just specifically anybody. you. Yeah, well, like, maybe maybe you can improve your sleep. Maybe you need to. <laughs> maybe to, that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. Because they say that, <laughs> so the thing that kicks it all off and that the reasons why it feels so good, it has to do all with our sense of touch, this very extremely important sense that helps us to interact with the world around us and communicate with others, maintain social bonds, all that good stuff. And that touch consists of these two different these two distinct systems one is called fast touch and it's a symptom of nerves that allow us to like detect contact like if a fly lands on your nose and we like flick it off and then the second is a slow touch system and this it's this population of these recently discovered nerves i love this when we discovered new nerves and or not new nerves but new anything in the body i love that we're we're still discovering new stuff so we've just recently (laughs) discovered these nerves called c tactile afferents and it's this the second set of nerves that come after that fast touch, like the, hey, something's crawling on me. And it's these nerves that are specifically designed uh, to be effective for like gentle skin temperature touch, the the kind involved in hugs and caresses, and they call them cuddle nerves. (laughs) Ah, It's adorable. And the cuddle nerves do what? Tell me. They... they stimulate okay they're they process the emotional meaning of touch oh wow isn't that cool and the crazy thing is that it starts we these are the nerves that we start sensing in the womb super super early it's the nerves that are stimulated from the like the gentle caress Mm, of a mother that that has on like lowering heart rate and promoting growth of brain cell connections. It's that these it basically sends our skin signals that then it sends our skin signals up the spinal cord to the brain's emotional processing network and set then through there like triggers this cascade of hormones to like then start doing their work and it's like oxytocin and uh, uh endorphins and serotonin and things like that so w- there's the f- the fast touch nerves that are like our first initial like oh something's crawling you know if and i feel like so this is really interesting i the way that i was thinking about this when i was reading it if you've been if you've been in a relationship where the person becomes in a way kind of repulsive to you or you don't like them anymore. Oh my God, yes. And you know how in the beginning of the relationship where they'll tickle your arm or rub your arm and it feels so good? And then if somebody does that and you're annoyed by them, 
it Ugh. makes you want it to flick their arm off like it's a fly or like it couldn't drive you more crazy. Yes. That's because the cuddle nerves are not, they, they, we don't get the emotional meat, the emotional meaning changes. And so those shift and then they don't allow for that release. Yeah. Oh, Cause it's like a That's threat. why the, we have to appreciate the person. Oh. See? Uh-huh. Oh, it's so fascinating. This article was so good. That's crazy. I'm definitely going to send it to you right now and put it, give it to uh, uh, Dahlia so she can put it in the newsletter because it's, it's so interesting to me. And it was such a good article with so many different. I mean, it does. I'm sending make it sense. to you so I can also remind myself to send it to Dahlia. But I just love it. Yeah. It, whenever you put it all together, it does make sense in terms of evolution yes. and how you yes. want to make sure you are close with people that, you know, can help you survive. Yeah. And all that jazz. Yeah. Oh, mm. I love your cuddle nerves, Sarah. Oh, I love your... I can't wait to come over and stimulate your cuddle nerves. Oh, my God. I'm going to flick her away like a fly. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> I think I'm pretty tolerant. You are. It. You're super tolerant to me. And you know who I also do it to that always pulls away and resists? <laughs> who? Lincoln. <gasps> no. You know... He, oh, when he, I used to always do it to him when that he was younger. So he doesn't funny. resist as much anymore because I think he knows that there's no chance I'm letting him go. But when I was little, I'd be like, nope. Come here. Give oh me a hug. God. And he would try to pull away and I'd be like, nope. And I just squeeze him for at least six seconds. Yeah. You know how like they are trying to encourage people to be more like aware of not making kids hug or whatever if they don't want to. Right. I'm terrible at that because I'm just, oh, for Pete's sake, just give them a hug. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know you're not supposed to, but like it's just, I don't we know. We have I to guess. find the balance of like the, because you don't want to, Okay. One of the other things this article talked about was it mentioned uh, – maybe this was another article about it. But it talked about the research that's been done on babies who don't get affection. Yeah. Well, there was a second study that was done with that informa- – with that um, – like using Harlow's monkey study of like the affection and the importance of that. There was uh, – like and the development on, on – children's brains and, and babies' brains, things like that, where they looked at the effects of touch or lack of touch on adult brains, guess what? Same thing. That it causes a, a shrinkage of the brain if these, if we don't get the physical touch, if we don't get the kind of... of that's why, that's why uh, uh, Virginia Satir says we need six hugs a day for survival eight hugs a day for maintenance 12 hugs a day for growth if we don't have those six hugs a day it affects our immune system our and uh, well-being and pleasure our reactivity distress our sleep i don't know anyone that gets six hugs a day you 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 do you just don't you're not counting them as hugs. You mm. absolutely cuddle with your husband when you go to bed. You lean, you reach over, you put your arm around him. You l- cuddle Lincoln at yeah, least in the morning and evening. You're no, that's all what's so over funny. it. You're getting 25 hugs a day. Yeah, okay, but I, I don't think most people are. Do you think most people are getting six hugs a day? It's. <sighs> I shouldn't say I don't know anyone, but I don't know that. I think people with in relationships are like well, yeah, in like, relationships where you're you're around them in in i think we don't 
recognize things as hugs as much mm. like a, a embrace that lasts five to ten seconds. It's a long time. I think it happens more often. Count. How, let's count. Let's do a little test. Count how many okay. hugs you guys are given or receiving or a day. Side hugs. Count. I think it's th- side hugs count. I think it's more than you think. And report I think back maybe, your findings. Maybe this um, the woman that you mentioned that proposes this survival Virginia Satir. Yeah. yeah, maybe she uses the word hug, but maybe it is more of an umbrella yes. term, like just affectionate totally. touch. That's it is. Okay, because they say cuddling, like co-sleeping with babies counts. Cuddling with like sleeping oh, in the same yeah. bed as somebody, cuddling at night. That's cut. That's hug. I can sniff a baby's head, and I'm good for like two years. Exactly. <laughs> Think of it like they were good. Yeah, totally. Okay, I yeah. hope everybody is getting hugs though, because it's a jungle out there. It is, and we need mm-hmm. it. And so, if you're feeling, and also, it helps to rebalance things it has this calming so if you're That's feeling sure. out it of does. balance you know there was that one of the other articles i read was in medium.com was this woman who was kind of using this information to relate it to her own life where she had been feeling depressed and really anxious lately and then looked at this research and was like wait a sec I haven't touched or hugged anybody in a long time. I need to do this, and I always feel better when my friends come over and they give me a hug. So she went out of her way. Like, she put effort into trying to give hugs and receive hugs and get that balance to her hormones, and it improved a a whole bunch of stuff. All right. Well, that's good. That's a good reminder for people, too, to just, like, be on the lookout for opportunities. Give a hug. I'll have to start with shorter ones, though. That's, I'll, but I'll those, but not ones this. that feel awkward. <laughs> I'll have to work up to the long ones. You'll, you'll have to see. Now I keep thinking about long pork or whatever you said about that fucking... <laughs> uh, anyway, I should let's have, wind I should it have down said trigger warning. Before yeah. I get upset. No joke. We learned a lot today. We learned that oh Susie God. will never, ever eat human flesh and neither will Sarah. No way. Unless maybe it were a life or death situation in which our survival brain would take over. I guarantee you it'd be grosser than those fajitas too because you'd just be eating like raw, like sushi, human sushi. Would it be better if it came with unlimited tortilla chips? (laughs) Totally. Everything's better with that. You crazy? And like they really missed out an opportunity. Like I'm just mad that they didn't do a full like themed – like they should have done margaritas – Totally. They should have done queso dip instead, like guacamole. What are you talking about with your puffed pastries? That doesn't go with fajitas. <laughs> I, I was more upset about the inconsistent menu. And then, like she said, yeah. her boyfriend's a chef. I'm like, no chef would throw <laughs> together. I'm sorry, no but way. if you were on Top Chef Restaurant Wars, you would be going home. Yeah, pack up so, your knives. Pack up your <laughs> <laughs> pack up your knives and limp right out oh, of here. Oh, God. Yes, um, so I, maybe we will get a is... deal with like the food dehydrator infomercial though. That would be cool, like a sponsorship. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't try that option. We we did should learn. get one. Hey, Ronco, if you're listening, <laughs> I have really always like wanted this. to try that thing. But don't worry, not for human flesh. No meats yeah. and produce only. Uh, um, only cleaning up oil with human hair. Dog yeah. hair would do too. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um. And hug, hug, and give a hug, get a give hug, a hug get at a least hug. six seconds and make eye contact. Get your cuddle nerves cooking. Yeah, stimulate those cuddle nerves, baby. 
Leave us a five-star review. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Tag us. We love it. See you next time. Bye. Bye.